If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. So California rang in the new year with some earthquakes, it looks like. A 5.4 earthquake was registered in Humboldt County on the 1st. The quake's epicenter was nine miles southeast of Rio Del with a depth of 17.2 miles. Sorry, my mic sounds weird. Doesn't yeah, it? Mine does, uh, too. You know, it's uh, welcome back, Tanner. Oh my gosh, my first day back, and it seems like the studio is crashing. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's uh, uh, we'll text engineering and see if they yeah. can hop in. Okay, so what else is going on with these earthquakes that happened? Well, just one day prior of what you were talking about, Amber, a 4.0 magnitude quake struck around 10:49 p.m., and this quake was felt throughout Monterey County, and the quakes were along the San Andreas fault zone, and no damage or injuries were reported. We got some sad news this morning. Fred White, drummer for Earth, Wind & Fire, has passed away. So Freddie's death was announced on New Year's Day uh, by his brother and fellow group member, uh, Verdine. In an Instagram post, Verdine said, My dearest family, friends, and fans, our family is saddened today with the loss of an amazing and talented family member, our beloved brother, Frederick Eugene Freddie White. He said he will live in our hearts forever. Rest in power, beloved Freddie. Now, Fred left the band in the early 1980s, but joined for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame honors in 2000. Miley Cyrus and Dolly Parton helped millions ring in the new year by co-hosting Miley's New Year's Eve party on NBC Live from Miami. During the special, Cyrus and Parton performed five epic duets and several like SNL style skits and Miley and Dolly performed a bunch of songs including I Will Always Love You. In case you missed it, Miley, Cyrus, and Dolly Parton have a special connection because Dolly is Miley's godmother. And I watched it. It was great. Amber, did you watch any uh, New Year's Eve specials at all? Well, you know, I watched this one because I'm a huge Dolly fan, and they did a ton of duets together. Probably my favorite was Miley and Dolly doing Wrecking Ball together. Yeah. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Words of love you whisper soft and true. What overused word or phrase would you like to get eliminated this year? So Lake Superior State University is out with its list of words and phrases that should be banned in 2023. And here's the list. Goat. Inflection point. Quiet quitting. Gaslighting and moving forward. Now, I've never heard of inflection point before. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I don't know if that says more about me or the I phrase. I don't think we need to know. Okay. I don't think we need to know it. If it's annoying, you know what? Ignorance is bliss. I, I think it's one of those common workplace words or phrases that people use during the pandemic. They were yeah. getting sick of. It's um, a time of significant change in a situation or turning point. I just looked it up. And I, I feel like I'm in an inflection point in my life. Now, someone in the app or listening on the car is like, oh, Tanner, I can't believe you said that word. Inflection point. <laughs> uh, Amber, would you like to eliminate any of those words? And if not, what word or phrase are you sick and tired of hearing? Chuggy, which I think is made up. One you know, the, like TikTok is using the word chuggy yeah. to describe things that are out of like style, out of fashion, uncool. 
I just think, like, why does it matter? Let people wear what they want to wear. Yeah. It kind of sounds like a granola bar, if you ask me. (laughs) Yeah, like a chewy bar? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that. I don't know. I think it needs to be banned. No one needs to be saying that. I think a word or a phrase that I'm tired of hearing that I would like to be banned in 2023 is a word that I have used a lot and I'm actually guilty of. (laughs) And I've called you it a bunch of times, Amber. Bruh. (laughs) I call everybody bruh. And honestly, I I don't know why I'm like this. Well... I know why you say it, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to say why you say it. <laughs> uh, Dan from Petaluma, what word or phrase are you tired of hearing? My daughter overuses the word lit. <laughs> oh, she uses it all the time as in, oh, dude, that is so lit. I had to ask her one day what she was talking about. And she goes, that is so good, you know, awesome. I'm like, why are you using lit? And one, why are you calling me dude? <laughs> Here we go. It's a brand new Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. A new year has begun! Woo! Uh, So we're going to ring in the new year by testing Tanner's knowledge. Welcome back, by the way. Thank you so much. Uh, So I hope you're brushed up on your new year knowledge, Tanner. (laughs) I don't think I'm brushed up on any knowledge this morning. (laughs) I don't think I've brushed up on knowledge in years. (laughs) All right, are you ready? I am ready as I can be. Here's the first question about... New Year, New Year's Eve, things like that. In what year did the New Year's Eve ball drop for the first time in Times Square? Was it A, 1923, B, 1907, or C, 1975? Now, I think 1907 is a little bit too early, so I'm going to go with A, 1923. I'm so sorry, Tanner. It's 1907. Dang! Can you believe that? I mean, how did they even drop it? (laughs) I don't know. From... (laughs) <laughs> from from the top of the Empire State Building. I don't know. They just had two people yeah. hold it. I, I don't know how that <laughs> Everybody look out. We're going to drop it. <laughs> <laughs> they, it landed on trampoline. All yeah. right. Uh, number two, what percentage of Americans made a New Year's resolution this year? Was it A, 45%, B, 20%, or C, 50%? Now, I feel like a lot of people made New Year's resolutions this year. I'm going to go with A, 45%. That's correct. 45%. Sweet. And that's typical for every year. Hmm. Number three, for approximately how many years have people been celebrating the new year? Is it A, 300 years, B, 4,000 years, or C, 1,000 years? I'm going to go with A, 300 years. You're not going to believe this. It's 4,000 years. What? 4,000 years. People have the little... Yeah, I think they had the do to do. <laughs> All right, number four, which famous proclamation? I know you love president questions, I so do. I throw this one in here for you. Thank All you. All right, which which famous proclamation issued by U.S. President Abraham Lincoln went into effect on New Year's Day in 1863? Was it A. Emancipation Proclamation, B. Thanksgiving Proclamation, or C. Proclamation of Amnesty and Reconstruction? Hmm. If my knowledge is correct. I believe it's A, the Emancipation Proclamation. By the way, those other proclamations were real proclamations. Yeah, I knew the Thanksgiving one was real, but... So weird. I I don't know. You ready for a bonus one? Yes, I would love a bonus one. Okay, here's a bonus one. Uh, What is the most popular drink consumed on New Year's Eve? Is it A, water, B, red wine, or C, champagne? I'm gonna go with C, champagne. You are correct! Yeah! And we all know that water is the most popular on January 2nd. Exactly. (laughs) With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. I'm getting drunk on a plane. I'm 
So this has been one of the worst holiday travel seasons in history. And man, oh man, it's still dragging on today. There's an estimated 5,000 flights that's going to be canceled today. And thousands upon thousands of flights have been canceled the past three weeks. Are those thousands of flights from Southwest? (laughs) Pretty much. They had a meltdown. Yeah, and Southwest is definitely the worst. Uh, And I'm back in the studio today after flying back home to Seattle. I am back. Thankfully, I didn't fly Southwest. Um, But there still was a bit of a nightmare. Um, I woke up to the news on the day that I was leaving that my flight was canceled. So at least I knew before I was heading to the airport. Then my airline tried to get me to fly to Los Angeles sleep at the airport, and go to three airports the next day before I could go back home to Seattle. Um, I would have just stayed here. Yeah, that's what I said. I said, I'm not doing that. Do you have any other options for me? And they go, oh, we so happen to have two flights. That's my girlfriend and I from San Jose to Seattle tonight. So I said, perfect. Okay, yeah, great. Let's make it happen. It's at six o'clock. Fighting, fighting, uh, you know, San Francisco, Oakland, and Bay Area traffic that time, not so fun. Uh, and my flight was supposed to land at 8 p.m. I left the airport at 1 a.m. Ugh. Yeah. And, Ugh. and you'd think, okay, you're in the home stretch now. Everything is fine. You can go home. Well, since it was so late, we had nobody to pick us up from the airport. And uh, we had three Uber drivers cancel on us because they didn't want to drive the distance that we were going. It was 17 degrees outside, and it cost $150. That's like... The time I tried to get an Uber back from the Sonoma County Airport when I came back from Georgia, and Cole was asleep and wasn't answering his phone, and then no Ubers were coming. Yeah. It was cold, and I was stranded. Well, anytime you run into that situation again, please call me, because now I understand what it's like, and it's a really bad situation. It was scary. Um, And then, so we got back, you know, to the house. Everything's great. And we're like, oh, we're finally home. Take all the bags out. And Cam goes, where's my... uh, Where's my blue suitcase? (laughs) Amber, she left it at the airport. No! (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Oh, (laughs) no. Someone called us and we got it back the next day. But man, if you went holiday traveling this year, I understand where you're coming from and I'm glad that you're home. (laughs) Wait, where? Okay, so she lost the suitcase coming back to Sonoma County or going to Washington State? Going to Washington State when all this other stuff was happening. She just forgot it somewhere. We still don't know where she forgot it at. Was it, I mean, was it a carry on or was it on the suitcase trolley thing? It was on baggage claim. It was a carry on. Oh. Yeah. She just forgot to grab it. (laughs) I guess it happens, but uh, just glad to be back in the studio today. Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. A luxury gym called Equinox is getting some heat after launching a campaign announcing that they banned new members on January 1st. In its new We Don't Speak January campaign... It wants to reinforce its beliefs that members value commitment, no resolutions, and it's backing it up with a hardcore refusal. It will not accept new members on January 1st. Uh, They said in a statement, we are four people who constantly push themselves to those extremes. We can't in good conscience support the new year, new me movement that happens every January. So... (laughs) 
Equinox's vice president and creative director named Will Mayer, he said Equinox has always believed that it's not fitness, it's life. He said, we are not for everyone. Our campaign will resonate and inspire with those who believe in commitment over resolutions. It's not a once in a year occurrence. It happens every single day. So social media, of course, had some thoughts, good and bad. You know, one comment says, that's actually great. I would love my gym to do this. And someone chimed in and said, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Let people do what they want. And then one potential client called the campaign super cringe and pointless saying, I hate Equinox for so many reasons, but this is definitely a new low. Personally, I think turning away customers and new customers sounds like a terrible business model. You know, I would hope regular gym goers would try to be more inviting to newcomers who are taking steps to become more healthy. And, you know, given the challenges we've had over the past few years, you know, especially the gyms have had to face, I would figure owners would be thrilled to see an influx of members. And personally, I wouldn't want to support a gym or go to a gym that shames people for trying to set fitness goals. You know, most gyms I've gone to here in Sonoma County, everyone is welcome. And I do get for you regular gym goers that the gym does get really crowded in January. But what if one person sticks with it? One person out of 100 sticks with their fitness goals and, you know, their resolutions. I mean, isn't that good enough? Don't we want that for people? Why should we turn people away? Uh, So what do you think of this idea? Should gyms ban new members in January or do you think it's a terrible idea to do that? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. One of them is real. Can Amber identify the headline in a haystack? Now, Amber has officially won 2022 on headline in a haystack. And the final score, Amber, you won 52 to 51. Wow. Just barely. Are you still celebrating? Celebrating winning headline in a haystack? Absolutely. Yeah. You're bringing in the new year. Three Two. I won headline in the yeah, yeah. That's totally what I was thinking about at the strike of midnight on New Year's. Well, I do on have New Year Day. Some bad news for you, New Amber. Year New Year's. It's a new year, which means the score is now zero zero. Okay, so we're starting fresh. Starting fresh. Better uh, up your game. Today, I need to desperately. <laughs> There'd be streaks where you'd win like five in a row, and I'd really beat myself up for it. <laughs> So, well, don't do that. New year, new me, right? You can't help that I'm super intelligent. I know, I really can't. My head's so big, (laughs) you know? Uh, Today on Headline in a Haystack, it's the Invention Edition. Which one of these inventions is real? Here's headline number one. San Francisco man invents smart dog diaper. Headline number two. Woman makes cotton candy in washing machine. And here's headline number three. Hate drinking water. Man creates once a day hydration tablet. Huh. I like either dog dog diaper or the hydration tablet. Mm. I think I'm going to go with the hydration tablet. That is not the headline in a haystack. Is it the dog diaper? It is not. Not the headline in a haystack. What? A woman made cotton candy? That is exactly the headline in a haystack.
Can you believe someone made cotton candy in a washing machine? It makes sense. Yeah. You put sugar in there and it spins. Yeah. So That's how it's made, right? Yeah. This woman on Reddit, her name's Tammy, is going viral for making cotton candy in her washing machine. So basically all she does is she adds sugar to the drum and then pours a can of blueberry soda into the detergent cup. And Tammy mm-hmm. covers the vents with foil, which seems like a safety hazard. So maybe don't try this at home. And then sets the washing machine in motion. And within minutes, she pulls cotton candy from it. And some people think the video is actually fake. It just seems weird. Why would you Why would you think of this? Why would you want to do it? Yeah, who's sitting around one day and like, oh, you know what? I could buy a cotton candy maker, but that's too easy. Tammy must be bored. Tammy must be retired. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Weird question this morning. How thoroughly do you wash your produce? So I'm talking like your veggies, your fruits, things like that. I was making dinner the other night and I started washing the produce. I had some broccoli. I had some potatoes. You know, you're supposed to. You're supposed to wash it, right? You're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword supposed. Well, I was like really scrubbing the potatoes under the water. And then I took, you know, a towel and I was drying them off. Because potatoes grow in the dirt. They're literally dirty. Yeah, and They're when you grab them out of the bag, you get dirt on your hands, too. Well, Cole was making fun of me. He's like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to scrub them. And I was like, do you not wash your produce? He's like, never. And I was like, that's why you're getting sick all the time. <laughs> Next time he complains about a stomach ache or whatever, it's because you don't wash your produce. What do you mean? I've been eating the nasty produce that you are not washing. Amber, can I be honest? You don't wash them either? I don't wash it either. I'm not surprised by that in the least bit. Honestly, you know, I wish I was a person. <laughs> I'm not like anti-washing your produce. I feel like that would be a very strange stance to have, but I'm really bad about it. The only produce that I do wash is potatoes because it literally has dirt on it. Yeah, I I guess he was making fun of me for how thoroughly I was doing it. He said I was like drying off every piece of broccoli florette. <laughs> Look, (laughs) I could totally see you doing that. 2023 is all about health, baby. I don't want any of that nasty stuff in my body. Hey, I respect Uh, that. You know? You know what? You're right. It is a new year. Maybe I'll start (laughs) washing my produce. It could be a goal for the rest (laughs) of the country to start washing your fruits and veggies. (laughs) I don't know. It goes back and forth whether you're supposed to wash them or not. But uh, we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning. How thoroughly do you wash your produce? What do you do to it? Ruth from Katati said, just gently rub your produce while holding under plain running water. Cold water should do the trick. It ain't enough. It ain't enough, Ruth. Jerry from Georgia said, we scrub our fruits and vegetables, then dry with a clean paper towel. Yolanda from Petaluma said, I go as far as a vinegar soak. Whoa. Put your veggies in vinegar and water for 20 minutes. Vinegar removes residues and pesticides from fruits and vegetables. Oh, that's what I'm doing next. It'll really bother Cole. That sounds like a lot <laughs> like, of vinegar. What do you know? time and effort. I mean, vinegar? My goodness. I, I care. Okay, <laughs> I care. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Peyton. Peyton recently got an Airbnb in San Francisco, and Barry Martindale is going to say that she trashed the place. Did she trash the place? <laughs> Absolutely not. Hi, is this Peyton? Yes, it 
yes, it is. Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm representing Airbnb. I understand you and a couple of friends stayed in San Francisco recently. Uh, yes. For a concert, is that correct? Yeah. The owner of the residency believes that you had a big party. How many people did you have at that Airbnb? Uh, just three of us. Well, obviously, you guys partied and had a rager because we found red solo cups everywhere. We even found hair extensions in the bathroom. Uh, I, I think you might have the wrong person. That was not us. No, I definitely don't have the wrong person. That's why I have your phone number. It seems like you had a big party. What do you have to say for yourself? That we did not have a big party? Well, overall, the entire place was a mess, and we're actually going to ban your account on Airbnb, so you can't do this to somebody else. Um, no, you can't just ban us from Airbnb. Like, that, that wasn't even us. That's ridiculous. You obviously have no respect for anybody, and honestly, I'm very disgusted by your actions. Are you serious? What? That wasn't... No, that, was, that wasn't us. I swear. We're also going to have to slap a $500 cleaning fee on you, and that'll automatically come out of your account in three business days. Five? Uh, no. No. I'm sorry. There's got to be somebody else I can talk to about this. This is, this is insane. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. I'm so stressed out. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Had a really scary situation last night watching Monday Night Football. is between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. The game was actually postponed after Bills safety DeMar Hamlin collapsed on the field in the first quarter. It was so... I, I was watching the game live and it was so bizarre to see because he just made an, uh, a pretty rough but looked ordinary for the most part tackle. He hopped back on his feet then fell straight backwards. And it was a devastating thing to watch. CPR was administered for several minutes before Hamlin was taken by ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. This is where Joe Burrow is so good. And now another Bills player is down. DeMar Hamlin is the one who was in on that stop on T. Higgins. And then he got up and just went right back down to the ground. Well, you can see that the ambulance is out there on the field and they are intensely working on DeMar Hamlin. The entire Bills team is out on the field right now. Several players are down on their knees. Other players are holding hands, praying. You can just see the worried looks uh, on their faces. So I just checked uh, to see, you know, how he was doing, if there were any updates. And as of 15 minutes ago, uh, the news is saying he's still in critical condition. He suffered from cardiac arrest after this happened. Uh, he's only 24 years old. It's pretty scary stuff. Uh, so at around 10 p.m. Eastern time, the decision was made not to resume the game, which I think was the best decision. Uh, the Bengals were leading 7-3, and there's no word uh, yet on rescheduling or resuming as far as I know. I think something that we learned is that somebody's life is way more important than a football game. Sure, all these people came to the stadium to be entertained, and but all that is obviously thrown away when someone's life is in jeopardy. And, and there's just no way they could have resumed that game, right? The players were in tears. They were distraught. Even some experts claim that they might have PTSD after the game. And, you know, just our, our thoughts are with, you know, DeMar and his family going through this tough time. Yeah, it, you know, I'm, I'm trying to find more updates about this and, you know, see what his 
condition is and it's we don't know anything about yeah. that we don't know you know about the game either it's suspended until further notification is what all the press is saying yeah. uh but yeah i mean thoughts are with his family and the team it was pretty shocking he's only 24 years old you know i was glued to the tv and twitter all last night and something that i guess is a positive out of this is that um, many people showed their support by donating to Damar Hamlin's toy drive on GoFundMe, and we'll post a link on our Facebook page for you to donate it. And the original goal before the injury was $2,500. And so far, as of 30 minutes ago, supporters have raised over $3 million. So if that's a way that you can support, pray for his family, that would be awesome. But, you know, Damar Hamlin will keep you updated as much as we can. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up and the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings, Froggy 92.9. How did you bring in the new year? How did you ring in 2023? Mine was pretty interesting. On New Year's Eve, my alma mater at the University of Georgia took on Ohio State in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, uh, first spot at the national championship. And it just so happened when the clock struck midnight on the East Coast that Georgia punched their ticket to win the national title. To the national title. No good! He hooked it! And Georgia is going to survive! The stroke of midnight. The first few seconds of 2023. Ohio State falls... One kick short. So Georgia's going to the national championship once again. I genuinely cannot believe exactly as yeah, <laughs> midnight right at hit. midnight. That is absolutely bonkers. On the East Coast, right at midnight. It was such a great way to celebrate the new year with a team we love and care about, Cole and I, to go to the national championship. I've never experienced anything quite like it. Ohio State's kicker missed that kick. I knew. I told you. I was like, I had a feeling he was going to miss it. Yeah. It was crazy. He was pretty close. I mean, I watched the highlight. Oh, Ohio won this game for sure. And then he missed. I went, what? And then, my honestly, my first thought was, I bet Amber and Cole are so happy. It was so shocking. <laughs> it was, And we celebrated. We just screamed at the top of our lungs. We didn't care that we lived in a tiny apartment with people <laughs> around us. They knew what the deal was. They all know we're Georgia fans. Uh, but it was a really great way to ring in the new year. Tanner, how did you celebrate the start of 2023? So I hung out with my girlfriend's parents at their house. And uh, when <laughs> when midnight hit, you're going you're gonna to die at this, Amber. I made a bet earlier in the day that I lost. So at midnight, me... And my girlfriend's sister's fiance had to kiss her dad on each side of his cheeks. That's kind of sweet. <laughs> At midnight. And uh, so we had to chase him down and do that. No. <laughs> he hated it. He hated it. He was not a fan. <laughs> well, we wanted to know how you rung in the new year. Rang in, rung in, whatever. Uh, so we asked on Facebook or Instagram at Amber and Tanner the Morning and Froggy 92.9. And here's some responses we got from you. Jessica from Windsor said, went to a small party at a friend's. We all wore sweatpants and ate donuts. What a dream. Uh, Chase from Petaluma says, in bed asleep. And Tammy from Santa Rosa said, a champagne toast and kiss with my husband at midnight, then straight to bed. Well, if you want to watch the college 
football playoff national championship game. It does take place in L.A. on January 9th, and Georgia's going to take on TCU. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. When was your smart device not so smart? So I went back to Washington State for the holidays, and my girlfriend's parents installed a brand new smart toilet. Wow. A smart toilet. Have you ever heard of one of those? I've seen them. Yeah. I kind of want one. I'm going to tell you why you should not (laughs) get a smart toilet, Amber. And by the way, I love smart devices. I think they make our lives easier. By the way, you can listen to Froggy 92.9 on any smart speaker or on the app. So the toilet at my girlfriend's parents is controlled by a remote. And I don't know if the remote necessarily malfunctioned or if it was the toilet itself, but I walked in to brush my teeth and the toilet lid opened, which is normal for the smart toilet. Yeah. And I don't know what happened, but the bidet just started going off randomly, soaking the wall, the floor. It was like I was at, it was like I was at the Bellagio <laughs> fountain in Las Vegas. Like this thing was going everywhere. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> so Amber, I put terrifying. my hand on the toilet seat and attempted to stop it, but the seat has a dang warmer so i burn my hand no way it gets that warm it gets pretty toasty uh well that's that's pretty dramatic yeah how bad was the floor was anything damaged nothing was damaged i was like i need like six towels stat that's extreme (laughs) and i was running back and forth but again i'm not i'm at my girlfriend's parents house so i don't want anyone to know what's happening yeah. Uh, uh, but, you know, uh, just again, keep toilets simple. Maybe they should have put instructions or told you how to use it or right. something. Maybe next time they can give you a little rundown. Yeah. They just give you a whole tutorial on how to use the smart toilet. <laughs> you have to watch a 15-minute video. You might. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the same with, like, setting up an Alexa or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Amber, when was your smart device not so smart? Well, I swear to you that Cole fights with our Echo uh, screen thing. What is was it called? We have, it's not an Echo Dot, it's like the Echo... Display, maybe? I don't know, I can't remember what it's called. Yeah. We have two of them, and he fights with Alexa every single day. Yeah. It's it's so frustrating. He's like, Alexa, what's that song that's like, da-da-da-da-da? And she's like, playing Wait in the Truck by Hardy. He's like, that's not it! <laughs> it's frustrating, but the technology is getting better, and it seems like everything's catching up. The smart toilet, not so much. <laughs> Uh, getting some responses on our Facebook page. When was your smart device not so smart? Abel from Bennett Valley here in Santa Rosa said, uh, Today, my Apple Watch was not smart enough to know that I wanted to sleep in today. My 5.45 a.m. alarm went off. <laughs> Sean from Runner Park said, I asked Siri to translate something in Chinese for my neighbor. Well, it didn't translate. I can't even say the slang word. We asked Siri to translate. What Siri said was beyond hilarious, and we laughed for days over that one. Yeah, you got to watch those Google Translates and those Siri yeah. Translate things. It doesn't always work out. Uh, Dominic from Middletown says, when I want to spell something correctly or say something and the phone thinks it knows my sentence, I'm trying to say better. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. <laughs> So it looks like no one won Friday's Mega Millions lottery jackpot. 
Boo. <laughs> what do you mean? Now we can win more money. You know what? That's actually we can, yeah. we can win the money now. I'm hoping someone in Sonoma County wins it. So tonight's drawing is worth $785 million. Lump sum cash payout of $395 million. Now, the odds of winning are low. The odds of winning the jackpot are 1 in 302.6 million. Jeez. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So much money, though. It's, it really is. Whether or not you take the lump sum or not. I definitely would take the lump sum. I want my money now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whether or not people choose to take the lump sum or get the money throughout, you still got a lot of money, and we found a list of things you can buy if you do win that jackpot. 157 Beverly Hills, California homes if each home had an average price of $5 million. So weird. Hey, I got 157 <laughs> homes. You want a home? You want a home? Everybody gets a home. Why do you need that many? Uh, also, you can buy 26 Rolls Royce boat tail cars, uh, with each one costing 30 million dollars. And 224 Bugatti sports cars, with each one costing 3.5 million dollars. You got plenty of money. Yeah. You got. You can buy 26 Rolls Royce. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Right. Why not? Uh, Tanner, what would you buy if you had this much money? Like, if, if money was not an option, what's something you want? I want a Taco Bell in my house. <laughs> well, first of all, I'd have to buy a house for that. But there's a there's a commercial with a football star named Devontae Adams where he has a Taco Bell in his house, and that's what I would want. Oh, my gosh. I would employ one or two people, and every time I want Taco Bell, I just, you know, go get it. And, you know, you got so much money anyways yeah. that if you don't want Taco Bell that day, hey, at least you're giving out jobs. <laughs> I think Taco Bell needs to come up with some sort of like frozen food line. Ooh. So you could just have it at your house and put it in the microwave. That is great for my soul, horrible <laughs> for my body. Uh, Amber, what about you? Uh, you know, ever since I was a kid, I wanted like a vintage sports car. Uh, so maybe like a 1965 Mustang or Ooh. a 1969 Mustang, maybe even a Chevelle or a GTO. I've always wanted one of those like vintage sports cars. They're not much, but I don't have the money for that or, or you know, money for the gas in one of those bad boys, like 10 miles of the gallon or something crazy. <laughs> hey, if you, you won know? that 395 million, you can at least buy maybe a hundred of them uh, <laughs> in every color you could ever imagine. I know, I know. <laughs> They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9.